Welcome to the Geek Psychology Podcast. This podcast comes from the Geek Psychology YouTube channel, where we use personality type and geek and gaming culture to help you play life better. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being you. And I hope you enjoy the show. How do you handle criticism, both negative and constructive, coming up in this video? What's up, Legends? Sherman here from Geek Psychology, where I help geeks, gamers, and creatives, specifically INFPs. That was the old role that I brought in. That was the old intro, beautiful bean footage. I help INFPs mainly now understand themselves better, find their spark, live a life of meaning and purpose. So one of the biggest struggles that I've had in my life is dealing with criticism, and it still comes up all the time. And it's not always negative criticism. Sometimes it's constructive. It would be nice if you did this. But what happens in my mind, and let me know if you resonate with this down in the comments, is anytime that there's some sort of criticism, somebody tells me, sorry, I got fancy fingernails on for my daughter. Anytime that there's some sort of criticism, I naturally attribute that to intentions. And them, the other person, saying that my intentions are bad, that my intentions were not good for the situation or that I'm a bad person if I'm in the wrong state. That's not actually true. Most people are not going at that deep of a nitpicky, pain point focused level. They just said, this, is, this didn't work out. Do it better by doing it this way. And one thing to be aware of is that self-reflection aspect of yourself needs to be sometimes recalibrated needs to be checked so that you are not adding on all this meaning and this weight to every little interaction. And I know that's pretty hard for us not to do. But sometimes when you have that moment of clarity, when you get a second just to just dissociate a second and kind of look at the situation from above and be like, is this really what's going on? Or did they just say, this is a better way. And actually, that's probably a better way. Maybe I should just do that. Sometimes it is beneficial just to reassess and listen and adjust, take that next step. Let's go deeper with this, though. So introverted feeling, our dominant function is about aligning our life with who we are, with our identity. And we have so many things that we're constantly sifting back and forth between to understand how much is this interaction, this thought, the setting aligned with me as a person. We are constantly trying to make decisions that help us live into that alignment. Sometimes it doesn't work out. And especially if you bring other people into the mix, then it becomes harder. And yet that's what we're trying to do. We want to be good. We want to do the good thing. We want to live in alignment with our conscience. And when somebody criticizes us, then we can take that as we are not good, that we are flawed in some way, and that whatever was going on with us and how we came to this conclusion is faulty because of our identity. Remember, again, that's not true. That is not what is actually happening. It was just cause, effect, this was the result. Okay, maybe we need to readjust. In order to improve at this, whole taking criticism, not putting it at an identity level, and still wrapping it into making progress in our life, we need to really assess with a logical mind and our feeling mind 
of what is the right choice to do here. And it's hard because those are often conflicting sides, right? Our resonating soul introverted feeling is just saying, do what feels right to you. And the extroverted thinking strategizing commander is get it done. You know what works? Take some action. Hurry up. <laughs> Stop baffing about and just do something. And that comes with a lot of baggage with our personality type. That's our inferior function, aspirational function as well. And it's something that we want to live into and do better at, but we feel that we're incapable at it. I consider it to be like this maverick character within our psyche that just always goes off in a different direction. And you're like, why, do, why are you? Now we got to go rescue the commander, which doesn't often make sense, but it needs to happen. The highest leverage thing that we can do in this situation is to fortify and maintain our self-esteem in the face of adversity. So we need to look back to our past, look at our identity, who we are clearly and say, they're not insulting us. Or if they are, then they are inappropriate. And it's not actually about me. It's about them taking the wrong approach to it. Look to our past and say, okay, I've done a bunch of things right. I'm not a failure. And then take that advice, consider it, process it a little bit, and then see if we can weave it into our next time doing it. Sometimes we need to apologize. Sometimes we need to say, sorry, I messed up. One thing that I often do, this is not right, but I often give what my wife considers to be an excuse. I say, this is what I was doing. This is why it happened. This is this is why that emerged out of it. And she thinks of them as excuses because well, I guess they are, but also they're not necessary for the actual result that happened. And when we're talking about ethics and morals, okay, the intentions I think have a lot more hold and grip and depth to them. But if it's just that you messed up doing the laundry for the 15th time or <laughs> you did the same thing, over and over again and again, then maybe it's time to actually take that assessment, that criticism, and really wrap it into positive action. Assess where the criticism is coming from, if it's valid, and if it is, do something positive with it. If the criticism is coming from a negative place and the person is just venting or they had a rough day, you can talk to them about it. What, what's going on right now? Are you okay? Are you struggling with something? Is there something that I can do to help? Because you seem like you're not in a good position right now. You seem like you're not in a good place. And this is how I feel about what you said. Let's do something to work it out to make it a better win-win situation for both of us. Because people do vent all the time about their stuff. They take it out on other people and that's not appropriate. That is not the criticism that I'm necessarily talking about here. I'm talking about how to do things differently and bring that in with love from our strategizing commander, our TE, our extroverted thinking, and say, actually, that's probably pretty good. Maybe I should do that. Maybe that would save me time. Maybe that would save me energy. Maybe that would save stress on the other person who has to keep cleaning up all my mess because I can't remember to do it right the first time or the 30th time, or whatever time. So what do you do when you're faced with criticism? How do you process it? How do you handle it? I'm curious. Let me know. 
let all of us know down below in the comments because if you found a secret, a hack for it, then somebody else should know about it too. And you should share that with somebody else so that they can save years of struggle by listening to your amazing advice. Thanks for listening, and I hope you got something out of it. I know that by listening to this podcast, it means that you're ready to take your life to the next level, and I'm so excited to help you do it. Whether you're struggling with anxiety, lack of motivation, or you're just looking for your spark and purpose, I have many courses and a one-on-one -on -one coaching service available to you to help you get out of your own way and be happy. So head on over to geekpsychology.com to get started. See you there.